0: Welcome back to another episode of the Banging and Clanging Sports Podcast. That's right. Welcome back. As always, we are your gracious hosts. We have
1: Crossbones here who could do a backflip. Allegedly. Allegedly. And I am Blake Beretta, and I hate cold weather.
0: Yeah, this is hopefully the end, or the at least beginning of the end. We should be back in the 80s by, uh, by this weekend, which I'm looking forward to.
1: God, I hope so. This last couple days has been back in the teens again. like it's all right back in December, feel like,
0: yeah, that's not a good. That's not a good feeling. But knowing that you are about to turn the turn the page and get into the uh, the better part of the year um, and get to that 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 nice, warm. I love summer nights where you just walk outside and it's still hot. that is that is always a good feeling.
1: Oh yeah, the summer nights when the when the nights are warm, the weather's perfect. You can walk outside naked and nobody will complain.
0: Nothing, no one, no one. Now, no. I, what I'm waiting for is uh, oh, did you watch the the documentary on uh, Page?
1: I watched some of it already, and I watched the one, the second one, the Jerry the King Lawler one.
0: Jerry Lawler, both both very well done. Uh, a lot of stuff in there that I did not know about Jerry. Um, I, I've learned a lot of uh, about his uh, his career by watching Young Rock. Actually, that that is where I've I've learned it. And there there's a lot of uh, a lot of things in WWE were paths if crossed, and he's crossed paths with everybody.
1: Oh yeah, Jerry Lawler wrestled everyone that you could name. Like like the Memphis territory that was the that was like one of the main star branded uh, you know territories in wrestling um, history. Like Jerry wrestled everyone from Ric Flair. To to freaking Hulk Hogan to everybody.
0: Yeah, a lot of people don't know, uh, and it's a f- very foreign concept to most people now that wrestling was not all connected. That they were they were just sectionalized parts of the country. That uh-huh. each one had their own championships. Each one had their own people, and they were just all separated. And um, so they never crossed paths.
1: Yeah, cause uh, back back in, I like to call this is the best times of wrestling, cause even when you're coming up to be a wrestler, this is the best places to learn. best it's the home your skills and to pay your dues. You got your territories. You got Memphis territories, where you know Jerry Jerry the Lawler was the king of. You know, no pun intended. You had your Atlanta territories, which later on was run by WCW, and uh, go to Connecticut. That was the WWE area. Then you got Texas wrestling. Canada, you you got you also got the Hawaiian territory, which Rock's grand Rock's uh, grandmother and grandfather ran that, and his mom, and you get so many. It's like it's like you have you you also could take your stars and go to different territories, have go against your current um territory star, which is a, was always a main attraction. That's what I always say like that's what one thing wrestling was missing because those days you had like. Believability and realism and emotion, where the fans bought into it hard. Like the territories were the best at at days. Like if I was alive back then, I would have loved to be in the territories.
0: Well, it's the thing too, where Undertaker was talking about like a like kayfabe, like 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 now, but like people had uh, they didn't break character, or Mm -hmm. they tried tried not to break character. I remember my my uh, my dad telling me uh, if he's flying to uh, flying up to North Carolina. And uh, he was sitting next to to Ric Flair and uh, Rick got off the plane and Hogan was getting on the plane. They shook hands and they hugged. And he just thought it was the weirdest thing because, you know, they were enemies, you know, or, or thought to be enemies and that that they were never supposed to do it. But, you know, they, because that's how strong their characters were in that time, that you would never, ever even suspect that they would be friends.
1: Yeah, k is a big thing which like Undertaker said is, was right. He's like, you know, protect the character, protect the business, but now K-Fab is gone and people could see behind the curtain and see how wrestling is not uh, believable now. Let's say yeah, that.
0: They, they see it as a show. It's yeah. show business. It's show business. That's uh that's how they see it. Like uh um Chris Hemsworth doesn't really hate uh, Josh Brolin who plays I mean, who plays Thanos? You know, they're they're actors. It's the same same deal in in WWE, but back then it was not that way. You had um, legit people, and and like people hated the Iron Sheik. They were they would chase him out of the stadium, there or out of the arena. Um, oh, yeah. They would throw stuff at him. You know, there was that big time um, anger, actual anger, and actual rooting interest. Against or against or for your your favorite wrestlers, and that's something that that doesn't happen because, like, I, if you, it, it's very. Different now watching because growing up, I had a rooting interest in almost every match. like yeah. Every every match that came on, I was rooting for somebody to win. I was rooting against somebody like like when when uh, I would say WrestleMania, WrestleMania six, my best friend's an ultimate warrior guy. I was Hogan. So I was so, so into this match um, on every punch, every kick, every count out, everything. I was just watching it. And I just could not I, I just couldn't tear myself away. Even like on Saturday night's main event when when uh let's we'll say Macho was fighting Hogan or there was a tag match or the Rockers or something like that. I was I was more involved as in now, you know. I, I get that way with UFC sometimes if I'm watching UFC and, and have a rooting interest in a in a fighter, but that's the only that's the only time now. Um with wrestling, it's not really like that anymore.
1: Yeah, because like uh, you know, it's it's sad to see that because it's like, like for me, like I still watch wrestling and stuff, but like back then I had a vested interest because characters were protected. There's, there's there's still some kayfabe, and then it's still believability, realism, emotion, and it's great storylines too. But nowadays, like like I'll still watch it, but it'd be like if I miss a day or Raw, it won't bother me. I could be like, oh, I'm gonna watch basketball today. It like because there was no emotional connection to the fans, like. Like that's how it is nowadays. Like the fans are not that emotionally connected. Well, back then, fans were sending out arenas was like jamming pack to see that the ultimate heel get his butt kicked, and it's hard to even get like get the heel in the building because the fans wanted to kill the guy because that that's how emotionally invested they were, and they love to see the hero come out there, beat up the bad guy, triumphant uh, victory, and the crowd goes crazy. But we don't see that no more. It just it just like you watch your favorite cartoon, like. Tom and Jerry, great old school cartoon, but now you got stuck with SpongeBob. No offense to SpongeBob.
0: Yeah, there's (laughs) there's a lot of a lot of the things who have gotten softer over the years. All right, and and we go to we go to Paige, um, who I love her movie or the movie that Dwayne Johnson did, the uh, Fighting with My Family. I thought that was brilliant. I saw it in theaters, and at the time, I didn't watch NXT. So I, I did not really I, – I didn't have any – all I would know is what um, Xavier Woods' Consequences Creed because he was down there. He got down there in like 2014. yeah and I was I was like, I'm never going to see you because I don't watch – it wasn't – FCW one on television. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, the only way – I mean I, I what I would have to do literally is when something – when he would have a match or when there was an FCW match, I'd have to run to my computer and look up at somebody's blog so they could give me the uh, – one the results and one they would kind of give you like a blow by blow of what happened, you mm-hmm. know, in the match. Uh, but that was the only way that I would be able to see um, her. And I, I remember seeing her name, uh, but but back then, you know, you see Paige, and I didn't know anyone. All I knew is Xavier. I didn't know who he was fighting or or what back then. So yeah, because
1: oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you oh, got no it. I was going to say about FCW. They did have a TV spot, but it was like at midnight. But like, who's gonna watch wrestling at midnight on a on a Friday or Saturday night? Everybody's out and about. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> That's the only and, thing.
0: And uh, so she's from England. Gets discovered in a in a tryout, mm-hmm. um, over over in England. Yep. Um, gets signed to a WWE contract. Um, comes over. And I watching the movie. There's always I, I, they don't use the real people, of course. So oh, she's can't. she's getting she's getting picked on by everybody. I was like, oh, who's picking on? I, I would have liked to have known which which W because a lot of those people didn't make it. Who were the people who were picking on Paige? But she overcame it. Um, she was she was legitimately talented. Mm-hmm. Had had this uh, personality, um, and she was from a wrestling family. So so that that always helps. But she was a star. She was a star from day one.
1: Yeah. I think the people that were picking on her probably like the wannabe wrestlers. Like, I was on Instagram. Now I'm here. Those are the wannabes. But now they see Paige got success because she actually had talent and could actually wrestle and uh, could and could actually do things. Which, you know, she had that. She already knew what to expect in the ring and how to – she was already prepped since she was a kid for to what's coming. Which is great. And you get to actually see, like, the the, sh- the movie actually kind of was like the documentary where she had to get used to saying, you know, you can't stay with mommy and daddy anymore. you got to go out and be on your own, which is the hardest part of any person that's trying to be a wrestler because you're so used to being, like, around the family and stuff like that, go to wrestling shows, come back home. But it's not how it is like in Divinity. Once you get signed there, you're you on your own. No, no hanging out with the, the fam anymore for a little while.
0: I, um the first time I saw Paige was the night after WrestleMania 30, mm-hmm. uh, and AJ, AJ Lee is in the AJ, ring, yep. and she uh, asked to do the Open Challenge, and Paige comes out, I have mm-hmm. no idea, I, I was like, who is, this? I mean, WrestleMania post-Monday after WrestleMania is supposed to be the big event, I had no idea, but you don't expect somebody that you've never seen to win the belt.
1: Yeah, exactly, I didn't know who Paige was either, because. Look at NXT, and like it wasn't like Triple H was running it or anything that time really. Well, he probably was, but it wasn't like how it is now as televised. We didn't know who Paige was. Just a little buzz and see her come out and beat AJ Lee She's like, uh, okay, who is she? Like yeah. we're going to figure her out.
0: Yeah, she she had that one yell, this is my house. That was her that was her deal. Mm-hmm. And uh from that point on, she had a very very consistent uh, consistently good career in uh, WWE up until uh, she got hurt, and now she's in AEW doing 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 what she does. Um, mm-hmm. I think she's her AEW career will probably be a little bit better because I think she has a little bit more control over what she's she's doing. Um, yeah,
1: and WWE, yeah. you also saw like why she went to AEW. Well, I can we already knew because it's same issue with Daniel Bryan, like. WD just protecting themselves because she oh, yeah. she wants to call, I don't want to say injury prone, but after those neck injuries, WD's not going to take a chance. To, hey, we we're going to let you do this, but we're not going to let you wrestling where she's a wrestler and she wants to wrestle where yeah. she could do that at AEW, but WD can't. You know, risk it.
0: A WWE has no problem paying people not to wrestle. Yeah. No problem,
1: especially yeah, if they, they like you.
0: Yeah, they will give you. They will give you whatever you want. they I mean, they were like, "What do you want?" I mean, we just want. They want you to be healthy, and they and they can use you as an ambassador for the rest of the time that that you want to that you want to be under contract yeah. um, without facing the the liability of something happening to you with an already preexisting condition in the ring, which he which he had. The spinal injuries are tricky, mm-hmm. where where you just don't know. You just don't know. So. Um, they would err on the side of caution we can have you do other things in the company. Uh, Mm -hmm. but her heart and her, her, um, passion was being in the ring and it's very tough to, um, to simulate, to get that kind of rush of endorphins from a crowd. You don't get, I I would imagine you don't get that. You don't get that same kind of rush being on TV or doing that. as being in the ring performing. It's, It's a different thing.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like I performed on set a bunch of times, but it's not the same as in front of a live crowd. Yeah. You don't get that, like that you said, adrenaline rush that you always wanted.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I think that uh, that she has a uh, she she wanted to continue on and do that, and I I think she's going to be great um, in that because she was she was fantastic in in WWE. So good for Paige. Mm-hmm. Uh good good uh I hope she get, gets to uh keep working and being um in the spotlight. All right, let's get to uh what happened on SmackDown. Really the two big setups that we saw. Uh first the Intercontinental.
1: Ah, uh, yes, the Intercontinental you uh Drew and Sheamus on St. Patrick's Day going at it uh, to see who's gonna face Gunther and two best friends Duke and now because you know it's gonna be stiff. Hard heating match with these two because they know what they could do. They know both of them could take it. So I had, I think we already knew what was going to happen. It's going to be a triple threat, regardless. Right. You, know, you can't have both Seamus or Drew sit up mania. Two big stars. You need to have them in. And they did it perfectly when Gunther just walked in and just beat the crap out of everybody. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. It was a good, it was a good finish and a very, very, uh, Sets up a very cool um, end to the uh into that, that fight and set up in uh to get him into WrestleMania. Uh now that WrestleMania match is going to be crazy. The one thing is now you don't have to have uh Gunther take the pin if he does lose.
1: That's right. He could save his character. Yeah. You could have one of Sheamus or Drew take the pin and, and he lose the title that way and still yeah. keep um, him strong. That's such a smart move to do.
0: Yeah, and then maybe have him go up next to the uh, challenge at the world for the world title.
1: That's perfect.
0: Yeah, because I think that he is a he is a legitimate world title type contender as as Seamus and Drew are as well.
1: Yeah, but the, for like the villain thing, because if Roman did, you know, you know, Roman is like being being a heel, but everybody likes him. But like that old school heelish, heelish kind of thing that like that dictatorship kind of thing, he could pull that off. He'd be like that. Like like that. Like he, I know he's not Russian, but like like that old school Russian stereotype where he'd be like, oh, he's going to come in there evil as he is and hold the top for ransom kind of thing.
0: Yeah, we've had uh, two. Um, I was gonna say the uh, they've tried that twice since, or actually more than twice. <laughs> That's one of their favorite archetypes. So uh, we start out with um, what was the dude's name?
1: How how far uh, back Vla- we going?
0: Vla- well, let's start recent. Vladimir Kozlov.
1: Yeah, Vladimir Kozlov. I remember him. Vladimir Kozlov was not bad, but he didn't have any mic skills. Or you know his wrestling was okay, but it wasn't like our you know what we're used to.
0: He's actually turned into a pretty good stuntman.
1: He is a stuntman. He got killed in Punisher.
0: Yeah, he's a pretty good stunt guy. Now, um, and then we have a uh, the next one. They tried was Rusev.
1: Rusev, yes, Rusev. He actually did pretty well for a little while, but then it just fell off.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the one thing. But I think with Triple H at the helm of this one it will do way better than the previous ones.
1: Yeah, because Triple H knows, like like Kane will say, he's a mastermind of wrestling, so he knows where to put everything in proper places.
0: All right, next we go to the, uh, since Roman wasn't there, we got the, uh, the Cody Rhodes bringing people together. Um, he goes out there and invites first Sami Zayn down to the ring and then Kevin Owens down to the ring. Uh, something that I, I did not know. I did know that Kevin Owens was the person who put him in touch with uh, the young bucks and Kenny Omega.
1: Yeah, they were buddies. Like uh, they you know they already knew who Cody was, but they didn't have a formal introdu- introduction to each other. Yeah. And yeah. Kevin is really close with them, just as Sammy is.
0: Yeah. So that was uh, that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they pulled back the curtain on that. So you have now uh, Cody in the ring with Sammy, and then they invite Kevin Owens down to the ring. And he's trying to get him to get on the same page. We know it's coming. We know it's coming. But what would be the the thing that finally sets an emotion?
1: motion? And you see, we're like uh, when he says, "Sammy was like, you don't have to be my. I don't have to be your friend. You don't have to be my friend. But we got to come together and we got to team up." And like Kevin always spun it on Sammy, like, "Why want to help somebody who doesn't want to be my friend?" I was like, "Oh damn, he spun it on Sammy." And Sammy, like at the end of the parking lot, he's like, "I don't care, Kevin." I love you and I'm your friend and stuff like that. And and that kinda hit Kevin home right there. And at the end, when we saw Sammy about to get his, you know, head torn off by the bloodline. Kevin Owens come save the day. And the biggest crowd pop we heard all night. Sammy and Kevin Owens hugging it out.
0: Yeah. I think we are at least going to get one match of Solo Jimmy and Jay versus Cody, uh, KO and Sammy. I think that is definitely going to happen.
1: I think so too. Like, like, uh, Cody and everybody, they knew what they had to do. They're like, oh, one, oh, one by one, they can't beat the bloodline, but together they can form their own faction and go against the bloodline and take them out one by one.
0: How disappointed are you going to be when that's not the main event of night one?
1: <laughs> Which one, the tag titles? Yeah. Well, that's still up for debate now. Right now, they didn't they didn't decide because they were thinking on the Bianca one or Oscar one or or right now they wanted to put the bloodline because the bloodline storyline is what's hot and heavy right now. So I think
0: I think it should be. I, but yeah, I, it should I, be I, the first one. But I think the politically correct thing to do is Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley.
1: I don't know. Yeah, I know that's the one they like give the women's a chance yeah, and stuff. Yeah, but that's the only yeah. problem with WWE right now. This is always shattering the women's title match right now.
0: I know, I know. That's the they, only
1: problem they're having.
0: They they do have this this thing though with putting equal having equal billing and equal footing. And no no question that the Sami Zayn, <laughs> yeah the the, the Zayn match is a bigger match. It's it's a bigger yeah. match. It's higher stakes. Uh, Charlotte, if Charlotte loses, that's fine. She'll have the t- she'll win the title back in six months. It's it's not a it's not a big deal. Rhea winning is actually pretty cool. Because you know that gives uh, some some more punch to the uh, to her group, but this match has been this match has been the build for like two years, or yeah. like a year and a half. It it's, it's it is the it is a huge payoff, and it's how you want to end the show because after that match, there's going to be a letdown. So you want you want to leave on that high note, unless you put on that. In, I, I was gonna say unless you put it on first that that would be the only that would be the only way to to do it on that night one is put yeah it on first yeah
1: yeah but the I first, think they, the, go ahead
0: no no that would be it that would be the only way to to not put it on as a uh, as a uh, as a main event
1: yeah because right now you watch on uh, all the wrestling dirt and wrestle talk that still haven't decided on it because it's a power because they said this storyline is so good it's always showing a women's style and equal they want to do equality where they want to share you know the men and women on the main event but they may ma- they may make an exception put the women's on first how read how a big moment big celebration and how the tactiles finish up the show is the smartest way to do it cuz right now that bloodline thing is is that's all people talking about that's anything anybody cares about right now
0: yeah yeah i mean yeah
1: unfortunately no,
0: uh, no i agree i agree yeah. um that is the the hottest thing Hottest thing going in. Sure. Um, there was – outside of that, though, there wasn't really any – any what what's going on with L.A. Knight?
1: L.A. I don't know what they're doing with or Knight. People say he's going to get a big push off the Mania. But right now it's like, why are you making him lose all the time? Like, at Triple H, everybody's hot and heavy saying he's a future WWE champion. But I was like, you're making him lose this much. But let's hope after Mania he gets his big push.
0: Yeah. Woods would hit him with the backwoods.
1: Which is crazy because I was like for sure LA Knight was gonna win that. <laughs> I was like, what the heck is going on with LA Knight?
0: No, yeah, I, I saw that. Um I I do not I do not know. I do not know uh, where they're where they're going with uh with his character. Maybe. But he's, pro- he's prominent, he's getting over, you know, the chan and all that's over. So the
1: crowd loves him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and that usually should be enough.
1: Yeah, he's, I think. Man, what if they have give him his WrestleMania match, and he wins his match at WrestleMania and kicks off his career. big winning streak? That's one way to do
0: it. Who's he going to go against?
1: That's why we're trying to figure. Like he said, he wants a WrestleMania match. So who? That's where we don't know who is going to take on LA Knight. We don't know. We <laughs> it's up in the air. Nobody knows who's going to face.
0: No one knows. No one knows yet.
1: All right, I'll polish off my boots and give LA a message. I was like, "All right, I'll wrestle (laughs) you." Yeah,
0: it's going to be it's going to be two action-packed nights. Oh, they did announce a uh, a tag team torn like a fourteen a four-team match of tag teams or something. Oh yeah, for Uh, the women's title, you mean? For the women's title.
1: Yeah, that's a last-minute random match they put together. So it's a. Fatal four way tag team match for the women's titles. Yeah. I forgot that thing was the thing.
0: They have trouble. they always have trouble putting together these. The women's teams are always so weirdly put together. Yeah. It's just like they they just grab people like like Liv Morgan and Gonzalez. So I was like, wow, oh, that that's interesting. But there's no there's no uh cohesive cohesive tissue, connective tissue between the uh between those two two competitors. It's just thrown together.
1: Yeah, because there's no real tag teams out. like Ronda and and um Shayna. That's a real tag team. They or, could win the titles and be undefeated forever.
0: Which tells <laughs> me that that Bobby Lashley versus um Bray might not happen because that that sounds like a match that they need a filler. That, they that need sounds pills. like it.
1: Because yeah. Bray is still out with well, I don't know what sickness he has, but they said he's he's really he's really sick. He's really he got a bad illness going. Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: There's something you can do about that. We're wishing him the best. All right, yeah. so uh, let's get to some questions.
1: All right, questions. Um, let's see. Uh, in the wrestling, uh, who is your favorite wrestling? The celebrity that come out in the wrestling that you know, you know that 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 wowed you, like a wrestling, like a favorite fav, favorite wrestling celebrity. Let's say that.
0: Oh, Mr. T, without Mr. A doubt. T, Mr. T, without a doubt. Um, that's one of the first first WrestleManias I. I I saw, of course, I mean, I didn't, see, I didn't see it live because I don't think anybody did unless you're in the building. Um, but I was a fan of the A-team, him and Hulk Hogan teaming up to take on Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff and Roddy Piper. I uh-huh. thought that was always a pretty cool thing to um, see Hulkster and T walk out there getting ready to, to fight these guys. So I, I, I always say that, that he was like – that first WrestleMania was star-studded. Um, everybody, everybody who was anybody at that time, um, and Vince was a visionary to, to integrate pop culture into wrestling. Um, so he's, he, Vince ruined kayfabe. (laughs) Vince was the, was the culprit. We can, we can take that Uh, full circle. Vince ruined it. Yeah. But Vince is about money. I mean, if if wrestling had stayed in the territories, it never would have gotten to the heights that Vince was able to push it to.
1: I don't know. Vince monopolized the company, but I I would just say like you could build better stars with territories cuz you don't have to worry about them.
0: <laughs> you could. You could, but you never would have been able to make it a billion dollar entity if you kept it separated. Oh
1: yeah, Vince it, had to monopolize cuz he I say Vince the uh, what is it? He 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 likes wrestling, but he doesn't love it as much as he loves the money. Let's say that (laughs) most people,
0: yeah, most in most most professions, most professions,
1: yeah. Like I I ask my dirt bag, I ask
0: my I ask my my dentist all the time. It's like, do you like being in mouths? It's like, no, I like the money though.
1: Yeah, it's the same (laughs) thing.
0: (laughs) It's the same (laughs) thing. Do you like do you like being in people's mouths? Absolutely not. (laughs) But the the richest people in my neighborhood are dentists, man. They they make they make tons of money. So but it it's a sacrifice it's a sacrifice that you that you have to make and this is the same way. I mean, he might not like wrestling to to the like he did, but he understands the financial impact that that he has on the uh, on the sport and and doing what he does
1: yeah, even though he ruined wrestling, but still yeah, everybody understood that part
0: <laughs> but you never would have got into wrestling without Vince.
1: Eh, probably I wouldn't. Well, yeah, maybe not, because I was just getting involved in it. Yeah, but yeah, if there was just... territories around, maybe I would have fell into it, because there is Georgia territory wrestling. It does have a bunch of stuff. So
0: I mean, I probably would have
1: fell into all, it eventually.
0: All that stuff was on TV. I mean, when you were growing up, all of it was. But the one that caught your eye was Vince's.
1: Oh well, yeah, I was like, that's what's the only thing was on was Vince and WCW. Those yeah. were only two. I wasn't uh, around back in the, in the uh, was it, early 80s, in, 70s, 50s.
0: NW NWA and all that. I didn't, yeah. yeah. I, I kind of, I, growing up, always kind of gravitated to, um, into WWE just because it was it was wrestling. I always thought that, <laughs> I, I always tried to, to compare it to, uh the territory. I mean, when I watched WCW, it always seemed like Six Flags, but... WWE or WWF was like, well, was like Disney World. So, so Disney World is like the the end all be all of of theme parks. Six Flags is okay, Six Flags is all right, but it's well, not, not Disney, World, but it's not it's not Disney World.
1: Yeah, yeah, I understood that part. I still would have probably followed the wrestling if I was around back then, which you knows, territories were when I look did my research on wrestling and became wrestling, so I was like. If the territories were around, I would have thrived in those.
0: Yeah, no, no doubt, no doubt.
1: And I didn't get my favorite celebrity.
0: Yeah, who's your favorite celebrity?
1: Andy Kaufman.
0: Andy Kaufman, that was a good one.
1: That feuding guy with, made feuding, everybody hate him.
0: Yeah, foodie, feuding with Jerry the King Lawler.
1: That was my favorite like, because he, he, people really, because he understood professional wrestling to be the most hated guy in the entire territory, like, People were – they said they couldn't get him into the building and sneak him into the building because people wanted to li- literally kill him because his whole gimmick was, I'm, I was like, I'm going to wrestle women because they belong in the kitchen, making babies, stuff like that. I'm going to but, but wrestle only women and put them back in their place. And the king, the king came in there, said, I want you to wrestle a real man. And Andy Kaufman paid us out perfectly. It to the point where he took the pile driver and faked breaking his neck he paid for that ambulance. He paid for the hospital to stay, and made everybody believe he was really hurt. He paid for all that, and the king didn't have to pay for it. They thought this guy was crazy, but the guy wanted everybody to believe it. Who takes who takes it money out of their all wallet to do that? I don't see anybody doing that now. It's
0: wild, wild.
1: <laughs> Andy Kaufman was the best celebrity ever do because he made you believe in it every so way. Even on that, what's it called, a late show with um. What's that one talk show was it, guy? Was
0: it, was it David Letterman?
1: Yeah, I think it was David Letterman. The guy with the funny teeth? Yes. Yeah, yes. David Letterman. That was the one. Because he gave them a script saying, like, you're going to apologize. And he's going to po- apologize. And he's going to sing that song, I don't know what, All We Need Is Love. But Andy Coughlin called Jerry. He's like, we're not going to do that. Wouldn't it be cool if I, you know, he antagonized them? And he's like, you just punch me. Slap me in the face or so punch me. And King did it live on TV and everybody bought it. That story, that was 100% believability. That's the best storytelling I ever seen in my life by a celebrity.
0: Wow. Well, yeah, that is fantastic.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That is. That is. Not that, there'll, there'll never be another Andy Kaufman.
1: No. And he played Locker and Taxi. And I enjoyed that show. But as a child.
0: It was a good show. It was a good show. It was All a right. Good ne- show. Next question.
1: All right. I saw this thing on um, YouTube. 10 exercise You Must Avoid. Let's name what. what about naming three of them.
0: Um I don't like uh upright bros. Uh, really? this one, yeah, I don't do any upright rows. Shoulder shoulder impingement. I also don't uh, do any I also don't do anything at 90 degrees. So 90 degree shoulder press is another one.
1: Mm.
0: Um and then um what's
1: another one? <laughs> uh, I was a thinker. This one's a thinker.
0: Oh, I don't do any like single single arm tricep extensions.
1: Oh, I mean like one arm cable thingies.
0: Yeah, I don't do that.
1: Yeah, but should they should be avoided? You think?
0: Yeah, I should. I think I think you should avoid them because they're they're better better ways to work your triceps than than that.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with the one arm thing because I don't do them. Um, I don't like bench pressing unless it's closer yeah. for tricep. Yeah, that, that shoulder is not happy with bench press. That's one thing I don't like because I know a lot of a lot of people like to see how much you could bench, but that's not the best thing for your shoulder, actually. If you look at the, uh, you know, if you do the research on that, ain't the best thing for the shoulder. That's how a lot of people tear their pecs.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, you got to be careful. I I do not do, um, yeah, it's just a matter of Tom, my friend Tom, who I did that commercial with, um, he had a pec tear. And that's what he told me how he did it. He he tore it during bench. He just brought it down mm-hmm. way too, way too far, and he held it. And he when he came up, he felt it. He felt it go. He didn't have to have surgery for it, but uh, but it's still torn. It never it never healed back all the way.
1: I don't know. That's what I've seen it in person actually at my gym a while, long while back, years years back. I this guy powerlifting Josh. It was I think it was you five hundred or something, and. Oh, I heard it was him yelling, "Get this off of me!" And he said, "Like, yep, I tore my pet."
0: Yeah, I was
1: like, "He instantly knew it." He said, "He heard that."
0: Yeah, that's not, like, not a good feeling. Not a good feeling. How about yours outside <laughs> the bench press?
1: Outside of bench press, hmm. Oh, uh, things I, would, I don't want to use. One more thing. Um, I uh, uh, I don't like bench pressing. I don't like single arm stuff. Uh Let's see, I'm not sure. I'm not a big fan of leg extensions, really.
0: Yeah, those can be bad on your knees.
1: Yeah, I'm not a big fan of those at all because there's better ways to work your quad than leg extensions. They, they will, because I see people go lift the, the entire stack. I was like, God, I just hurts my knees watching it. That just tears up the cartilage of your knees over time.
0: Yeah, yeah, I had to stop doing them.
1: Yeah, I don't do them anymore. There's other things you do. I can do. I could do weighted step-ups, reverse yeah. lunges, something like that. Yeah. And what, yeah. What's your, what about your theory on the knees or a toe guy?
0: Oh, I see him all the time. It just depends on your femur, your your cue angle, the, mm-hmm. the way that you're um, – how long your femur is in relation to your hip. It just depends on the person.
1: Yeah, because a lot of people I see at the gym is uh, preaching the knees over toe guy. I remember when a lot of people, uh, when I first started working, say, make sure your knees don't go past your toes. You remember that?
0: Yeah, Yeah, but it's there's always some new internet guru to come out there and (laughs) and to uh, algorithm people's way into thinking.
1: That is true. Unless you have a good, unless your body could do it. And, you know, my knees don't like that all the time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Some people, some people are just more naturally more flexible or they have a, they have a Q angle, Q angle that allows that. But, but yeah, it just depends on the, on the person.
1: Oh, yeah. Definitely.
0: That's why I tell it's, people everybody's squat looks different because you have a different hip, hip to femur ratio. That's why everybody's squat looks different.
1: Yeah. Exactly. You girls would say people like tilt to the side and anything is perfectly normal when they're squatting. They don't feel it.
0: No, no, they do not. They, they do feel. not at all
1: feel this. All
0: they, right, next, next question.
1: Next question. Uh, favorite video game that came out recently that you have played or have not or yet to play?
0: Oh, the, I, I'm loving the story mode on this WWE uh, 2K 23. I'm loving it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they, they, uh, Randy, one of the first challenges. Is uh, Randy Orton reunites Evolution, and you join Evolution. You have the option to join Evolution.
1: Oh, I think everybody will join Evolution then.
0: Yeah, yeah, you got an option to join Evolution. Um, you do. Know, well, so far you you're, you're not in NXT. Usually, they all the games previously to this, you start in NXT and you work your way up. This one, you debut on the main roster. So it's a little, little bit different, but oh, it's very very well. It's very well written, very well uh, acted. Um, so kudos to them for making a very entertaining story mode for uh, WWE 2K. I've, I've only played a couple I have only played a couple things. Right now I'm I've I've been fired by the WWE already. <laughs>
1: You've been fired but all in the game?
0: I've already been fired. I've already been fired by WWE in the game. Uh, You've so been now, fired
1: from a job? Oh my so, god. So it was re- a game but still.
0: So, so now <laughs> I am uh, currently in London during doing this uh, this tournament uh this best uh, this this best two out of three tournament to try to uh, to try to get my name back out there so I can get back into WWE.
1: Oh okay. I the, I, huh? I
0: slapped I slapped Shawn Michaels on lab I, I pushed Shawn Michaels down on live television and I was fired for uh, for you can't touch WWE employees or staff. So,
1: yeah we, we didn't know you got so much anger in you. You couldn't yeah, no, Shawn Michaels. my it God. Is,
0: it, is, it, is, uh, it is very, very well done. You're loose uh, cannon. Loose cannon, man. They had to let me go. They had I, to let me I, go. I would
1: too. My God. The, 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 the terrifying goodness. That's – who put Shawn Michaels down?
0: And then after that, I got hired to, to work on the mocap. The mocap. Uh, – I, I literally – the most meta thing that I've seen, I got hired to work on the game. Like I was, I was doing the motion capture for the game.
1: In the um, game?
0: In, in the game, yeah. And then I got in a fight with Sami Zayn, and I got fired again
1: god you we got i think you need counseling that's the yeah. game that counseling? No, counseling
0: i'm working i'm working it out overseas in in uh in in a uh, in a bar uh wrestling in front of people and <laughs> in trying the to, win, bar. And try to win this <laughs> trying to win this tournament so ah. i'm i'm very very involved uh right now with this. Oh, but yeah right. that's that's my game go ahead what what's yours
1: no, i better i to make a joke like you 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 got anger management and you' are wrestling in the bar and you're an alcoholic then
0: I know there's a lot of stuff going on, a lot of a lot of layers to this character.
1: <laughs> oh god! Oh, I have to go with my You heard the finals, the gameplay on that?
0: Uh, uh-uh, I have not.
1: It's like the new shooter game. It's like you in a is um it's like Call of Duty, Fortnite kind of thing. But I know play Fortnite, but it's pretty cool. Like you get a team in, and you're in the arena, and you know you're out shooting people and trying to collect money and protect your vault and stuff like that. So basically, you're in a tournament. You have to qualify to get into the finals. And, you know, you pick your team, you stay with them. What you do is go around shooting at a team, try to eliminate them, collect collect as much dough as you can, put them into some kind of like vault safe area, and your job is to protect it for a certain amount of time while the other team's coming to attack you and steal the vault from you and claim it as theirs. And the more money you have, the more chance you are to qualify for the tournament then you quali- once you're in the tournament, you qualify for, you know, once you're in the tournament, you fight to, for the first-place trophy. Basically, you fight to win the entire game against everybody. You can play this online against everybody around the world. Okay. Yes. I, w- I won the tournament once hey, yeah. with, with a random team, but the rest of us was getting killed because my team decides to do their own thing.
0: Yeah. Being, playing, playing online uh, with teams is rough. You got you to gotta all be on the same page.
1: Exactly. I like to get, get a community. That's what we got to do. Get, get us together and get a couple get good woods in there. Get a couple of people in there and do this game. It's a long game, but it's a good game. It's fun.
0: Hmm.
1: Fun and excitable.
0: Yeah, I'll check it out.
1: That's what I was thinking. Oh, this is a good one. Oh, this is a good entertainment one for you. You'll like this one. What is a good game for them to remake into a movie?
0: Hmm, let's see. What is a good game for them to make it to? I would go uh, old school. Let's go Contra. I I saw they're doing Metroid.
1: Contra. Contra. What was Contra?
0: Contra was on uh, the original Nintendo. Uh, Oh,
1: okay. That was the
0: Metro Metroid was also on the original Nintendo. And I think Brie Larson is going to be be uh the main character in that it's it's a it's an alien video game movie but those those two movies i think are uh contra is also against aliens um so i think those are two two good ones how about you
1: uh well we're going to go old school why not space invaders
0: space invaders would be a good one
1: that's the one that's the one that's a arcade game I remember. I never really paid the first Nintendo cuz I was not around well I was I don't know how old I was maybe I was not board but I remember the second Nintendo that came out but they had the uh, Space Invaders at the arcade which I used to love and go and play play that game all the time as a kid. They used to have them at the old dentist office when I was a kid. I remember that.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's a good dentist office game.
1: Yeah, they tricked the kids cuz they had all kind of arcade games there. Get the kids excited to go to the dentist. Yeah. Then they trick me and they pull my teeth.
0: It's good. It's a good. It's a good. Uh, it's a good way to get people get people in the door. But you gotta, you gotta take care of your teeth. All right. This has been an episode of the Bangin' and Clanging Sports Podcast. Uh, thank you again for listening. Thank you to Go Juice, uh, fueling fueling these uh these workouts coming up this uh this spring. First day of springs tomorrow actually. First day.
1: Ah, and it's still cold
0: still cold but hopefully hopefully we're, we're in the warm-up process and also Banff hammer, bamf hammer uh for for always making fitness fun and making a big hammer that you can slam on the ground
1: that's right and it won't break l would that your property
0: no no it, no it won't It won't i've, I've hit it against everything and it's broke nothing so far
1: that's right. He went hit it hit across some of his neighbors.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Take take him home, cross. Take him home, brother.
1: Uh, Crossbows, that's your thing. <laughs> I
0: know, I know. I almost I almost said it. it's, late. it's late. I know, now.
1: it's getting late. It's getting late. So let's here, we'd like to thank you for tuning to the Bang Clan Sports Podcast and the late one we're having today. Go check out bam go juice. I get to try goat juice. I might switch my door to get some goat juice and get ready for spring. Spring is tomorrow. If you live in a Georgia area like us, it is freezing still in Georgia, but hopefully it warms up. Hopefully some warmer temperatures come so we can actually go outside and do some training, which will be amazing. And you can check out Bang on YouTube. See some voice to the faces. See some crazy workouts like the Instagram page, Bang Bang Sports Podcast on there. You can leave some questions in there. If you want to hit them answered on our podcast – be amazing to hear from you guys and since it's getting late we always want to say get ready for spring stay hydrated stay strong keep working out hard and as always we are banging and
0: clanging sports
1: and we catch you in the next exciting episode of the banging and clanging sports podcast good night